Welcome, everyone. It's the Texas Value Radio Show. We don't make the rules. We just report the truth. Uh, protecting children is the topic for our program today. Uh, what new laws are going into effect? Help keep your children safe. Um, and we have a, uh, I'm, I'm Jonathan Covey. I'm the policy director for Texas Values, filling in for Jonathan Signs this week on the Texas Values Report. We have a very interesting uh, show lined up for you today, a very good show with a special guest to discuss what is possibly one of the most contentious issues uh, in the recent regular session of the Texas legislature, which ended just about three weeks ago. But before we get to that, just as a reminder, you can catch us every day of the week on this station, KTXW 1120 The Bridge, or you can watch us on demand on Facebook, on Spotify, on YouTube, all of your favorite uh, streaming platforms. Also, if you've just got to find out more about information, anything we've talked about, you can find great info on our website at txvalues.org. Um, and you can stay up with breaking news and information if you text TX Values to 797979. Our guest today is Representative Matt Shaheen, who serves the citizens of District 66 in the Texas House of Representatives, uh, representing West Plano, uh, far north Dallas. He's um, currently on the Human Services Committee and the House State Affairs Committee. He's also served as Collin County uh, Commissioner's Court and as a former appointee of Governor Perry. Um, sir, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, I want to start off a little bit uh, with uh, one of the most contentious issues dealt with by the Texas legislature this session, the Child Gender Modification Ban, SB 14. And then we'll dovetail a little bit into a bill you carried, which I think also has really critical implications. But first, just to kind of help our listeners get to know you a little bit better, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and why you decided to get into public office, especially in the Texas legislature. Well, um, I live up in Plano and uh, have lived in Texas since 87, moved here from Virginia. I am blessed to be married to my wife, Robin. We're actually celebrating 30 years uh, this Congratulations. year. Congratulations. We've got three, uh, we God's uh, blessed us with uh, three kids. And yeah, I've been in the legislature. Uh, this is my eighth year, fifth term. And, uh, you know, it's just an incredible joy and honor to represent uh, about 200,000 citizens, like you said, in uh, West, Western uh, Collin County. And uh, I was a commissioner beforehand and I really wanted to get more into the social issues uh, like pro-life. Um, really didn't imagine these types of issues just a couple of years ago, but uh, just traditional family pro-life were uh, big parts of why I left the county commissioner's court and uh, ran for the legislature and just love it, love serving. That's fantastic. Well, we are certainly appreciative as, as a friend of the organization, as a highly conservative representative that you're in the legislature. So, um, so Senate Bill 14, the child gender transition ban, you were, you were a co-author on this bill. Um, by Dr. Oliverson, and obviously this was this was some kind of a Waterloo or a Gettysburg for uh, the other side. They they tried to, everything to stop this bill, um, but but the science is on our side. And Governor Abbott just recently si signed this bill into law. Tell us a little bit about this bill. Some of the things you saw as a legislator going through this process. Yeah, you had really 
two physicians uh, driving this process in the legislature, of course, Donna Campbell in the Senate and um, Dr. Alverson uh, over in the House. So you had two physicians driving uh, this process. Yeah, this really isn't debatable. I mean, the, the whole idea that the gender of a child is absurd. It's extreme. And we're not going to accept it in the state of Texas. And this thing has overwhelming support, of course, in the legislature, uh, but really across the state of Texas and across the nation. I mean, this is really, this shows the radicalizations of the Democratic Party and how the more liberal extreme uh, parts of their of their party are driving uh, their agenda. So look, we're gonna do everything we can uh, to protect children. This is a great example of it. We're protecting children from online pornography. I know we're gonna talk about sexual uh, performances and drag shows in front of children um, as well. But uh, we are taking a stand and will always protect uh, little children. And this is a great example. It's just unfortunate that it's even needed uh, do, right. to do this. So it, it is. It's, it is. It, and it's crazy to think that, um, you know, you would need to protect kids from, yeah. uh, you know, mutilation, from gender procedures. Um, some of the arguments, and, you know, we saw a lot of folks show up at these hearings. Uh, testifying against uh, this legislation, but some of the arguments they made were um, you're forcing kids into suicide by allowing by not allowing them to to transition or use these medications. How do you how do you deal with those kind of arguments? Well, the reality is the uh, suicide rates amongst uh, transgenders in general is high, but it's because they're struggling with something. And look, uh, God loves everybody. Um, and uh, people that are struggling with their sexual identity are, are no different, and they need to be loved. Uh, Christians need to show them love. It's not a display of love to allow somebody to be harmed this way permanently. The downstream effects are, are proven. I mean, you even have incredibly liberal countries like Sweden and Finland stopping these types of procedures because they've been at it for a lot longer than uh, the United States and, and Texas and see just the incredible da damage. But you are not showing love uh, to a child by allowing these types of procedures. You are showing love, coming beside them, ministering them. Um, but we're just not gonna allow these types of surgeries in the state of Texas. We're gonna protect children. I think that's a great point because, I mean, let's just go back to the root issue for a minute, because this may be one of the most important that the legislature's dealt with. You know, a child who believes that he or she has to has to alter their body in order to be comfortable is a child that's that's deeply hurting. Right. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that we want to do is hurt a child even more. And, and when a child is when a child is struggling to accept their biological sex, a lot of transgender activists will try to send the message like, well, just be yourself. Uh, in reality, it's it's a message that says, change your body or or change your healthy body parts or or change your your appearance. And kids aren't ready to make these kind of big life altering decisions. We don't let them get tattoos. We don't let them consume alcohol or drive cars. So this is this is just an incredible um, thing that the other side doesn't seem to really make sense on. Yeah, it's just the radicalization of the Democratic Party of liberalism in the state of Texas that they would actually go uh, this far. And so, look, we're going to love on children. We're going to support them. Gender dysphoria is beyond rare. It, it's, you know, because of right. where the culture is going and some of the pressures on the left. You see children maybe a little bit more confused. Quite frankly, we see parents pushing uh, this type of agenda on their children, which is which is horrific as well. Uh, but look, 
we're not budging. We're going to protect children. And, you know, like extremist organizations like the ACLU threatening to sue, they can do all they want. We're not budging. We're going to protect children. Yeah, I know we've had uh, some uh, some statements from organizations saying that uh, that litigation would be, you know, forthcoming. So we'll see how that works out. Well, let's bring it on. Let, bring it on. Well, let's let, let's talk a little bit about a bill that you had a, you know, a highly centric role in, and that was, um, that was SB 12 to protect kids from being harmed by being exposed to hypersexualized performances, uh, drag shows, things like that. You and Senator Hughes took the lead on this bill and uh, Governor Abbott recently signed it into law as well. Uh, what can you tell us about this? Yeah, it's, it's another one of those topics you're kind of surprised we have to deal with. But yeah, SB 12, uh, I was uh, I loved working with Senator Hughes. He's a he's been a really great friend and also a champion of protecting children of traditional values. So, uh, you know, people were shocked, stunned, disgusted to see videos of children before these sexual uh, performances. A lot of them were these drags. The vast majority of them were these were these drag shows. And, right. you know, I. I think people always knew that drag shows were around, like, you know, the vast majority, I don't think really engage in that. But when we started seeing videos of little children uh, witnessing and sometimes even participating in these highly, highly sexualized performances, uh, again, we're, we're not budging, we're gonna protect children. So what SB 12 does is it, it does a, a couple of things. One of the things it does is it holds the venue responsible uh, so that there's something, uh, some kind of performance sexually in nature in front of a child's $10,000 fine. And then the performer uh, is cr criminal uh, liability as well, as far as a class A misdemeanor. If you're just joining us, um, we're talking with Texas State Representative Matt Shaheen. He's the author of legislation to protect kids from, from drag shows and other hypersexualized performances. Uh, just as a reminder, if you find value in the work that we're doing, uh, consider going to txvalues.org, making a donation. None of the work we do really is possible without your donations and without your support and faithful supporters like you uh, to keep on giving for us. Uh, Representative, talking a little bit more about your bill, um, mm -hmm. critics of the bill have said things and we heard things like, you know, it's it's so broad or it's overbroad. It could regulate things like viewing the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders at mm -hmm. a football game, for instance. Obviously, this is a this is a slippery slope scare tactic. Um, how does the real the bill really parse out these things? Yeah, it's it's, it's not even close. We we heard all kinds of silly scenarios. So what it does is it is it combines uh, any kind of sex acts or simulated sex uh, sex act in front of a child, but it's combined with this concept that came out of the Supreme Court called the purient interest. So there needs to be some type of excessive excessive interest in sex, sex in, in conjunction with whatever type of performance or act that they're uh, conducting in front of a child. So again, you know, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, dancing, whatever, we heard a bunch of absurd um, ideas as far as what the, what the bill would not allow. And it's just not true. These are, this comes from decades of proven Supreme Court uh, rulings and uh, statute that's been uh, held. It's called the Miller test. If, it, if you have any lawyers that are that are watching, it's a it's a several prongs that the Supreme Court established to decide what is obscenity. And what happened, what we discovered was in state statute, 
Uh, we do protect children, obviously, from obscene materials and those types of things, but performances was silent in the statute. So we took a lot of those concepts and just applied those to the uh, performances. Because again, it's just another example of something we couldn't even conceive of having to address something like that, uh, like this. But again, you've got liberal Democrats that are, are going after children. And uh, this is just another mechanism that uh, we're using to protect them. Yeah, I, I remember we at the hearing, we had a number of people talking about this and bringing up so many crazy scenarios about how this would apply to them. And, you know, it's and it's like, well, it's and it's funny because, you know, we've worked and, and you worked very, very hard on this bill to really keep it uh, narrowly tailored to a certain uh, to a certain group and for a certain purpose, which was to protect kids from these inappropriate performances um, and, and just in the same way that we would protect kids from from anything else right the government um, the go we we believe in limited government but at, there are certain times when the government does have to get involved in order to protect kids from really harmful detrimental uh, things and I think this makes I think this makes a lot of sense it puts some excellent guardrails in place if you will Oh, of course. Look, nobody debates these two bills that are that are reasonable. Again, you have some extremist organizations from the left um, that are literally out trying to harm children. And uh, they're doing that in multiple um, asset, uh, facets, right? They're, they're, we've got obscene materials in our school, public schools uh, that we had to clean out. We've done some legislation on online pornography. Uh, so look, this has been a Great session for a number of reasons, but uh, really this uh, session really highlights all the work that the legislature has done uh, to protect te Texas children. We love Texas children and we're going to continue to protect them. Well, we had a great session for it. So really that did. was that, that was really good. And Texas Values was a big help um, in that, uh, you know, I've been I've had the privilege of working with Texas Values for uh, multiple sessions, and you all are just a, a wealth of help, resources, and knowledge. Uh, and, you know, we really appreciate you coming alongside the legislature and helping us on these very, very important issues. Well, that's very kind. I appreciate it. Well, um, got to ask you this question, and, um, you know, obviously we're in special session right now, and I don't want to blindside you at all, but all right. uh, do, do we see, do you see any hope on property tax reform coming in the in the next week or two yeah i i don't know if it'll be the next week or two uh but at some point we'll, we'll, we'll get there we just you know it's it we're, texas is blessed that we're arguing over how much of a or what kind of property tax uh relief that we're going to give uh to the citizens of texas so we'll get there it's going to take some some time and i think later on uh in the year we'll also uh revisit uh, parental rights and education and school choice so stay tuned. There's a lot of action still going on in Texas. Yes, and we'll we'll be at. We continue to support uh, parental rights. So Governor Abbott signed some parental rights bills uh, recently. I think there were at least four of them he signed. Um, and so we continue to support that issue as well as school choice. Uh, Representative, thank you for joining us. Is there is there anything else that you'd like to add for our listeners? You know, just uh, I will say real quick, you know, a lot of these um, victories are because moms and dads really have been engaged over the past couple of years. You know, look at the, what's happened with our school boards, how you have more traditional uh, family conservative individuals that are running for school board and winning right. in droves across the nation. 
Uh, so I would just ask, look, people that have been engaged, maybe for the first time, stay engaged. We need you. You do make a difference and you definitely made a, a difference this past session. Government belongs to those who show up. Yes, it we, does. We need, we need parents involved. Representative, thank you for joining us. Uh, we know you're busy. We'll let you go ahead and drop off, but we, we appreciate you being here. And as always, hope to hope to have you join us back here again soon. I loved it. Thanks for having me. Bye -bye. Thanks so much. Well, we were talking with Texas State Representative Matt Shaheen about some very hot button issues, uh, some new laws to protect Texas kids. And I, I thought it was interesting because a story came out, I believe it was yesterday, about how there was a presidential candidate, Chris Christie, and he was opposed to the banning of gender transition medications for children, even though a majority of Americans, a large majority, 70%, according to a recent Washington Post survey, uh, oppose giving children any type of medication to, uh, to pause puberty or cross-sex hormones, that sort of thing. Uh, but the really interesting part was of the article was the quote, and he said, um, he said, quote, the fact is, that folks who are under the age of 18 should have parental support and guidance and love as they make all the key decisions of their life, and this should not be one that's excluded by the government in any way. Okay, Chris Christie. Driving a car is also a decision that kids make, well, eventually, but you know what? The government has a say in that as well. My 10-year-old wants to drive uh, but he's not going to drive my truck down Highway 8, no matter how good of a driver he decides he himself to be. Apparently, it's okay in other areas for government to regulate children in activities that are highly dangerous to them. But just in this one area, it's okay for children to make their own decisions, which potentially puts them on a lifelong path to infertility. Uh, we've seen the science shows a high potential, as Representative Shaheen was talking about, for suicide in their late teens and their young adult years as well. It's truly devastating. It's truly confounding. Well, uh, gender modification um, and banning drag shows are, are just two of many issues in the Texas legislature considered in this, uh, this past session. Another issue was parental rights. And for Texas values, that includes the nexus between parental rights and transparency, protecting children from obscene and pornographic materials in public school libraries. Um, and th this topic is just a sizzling topic across the nation. Uh, Texas values supported a bill in the Texas legislature by Representative Patterson to make sure that not only are library materials rated and restricted for explicit content, but also that that parents have an absolute authority to determine what their kids have access to. Um, this is not a novel idea, and, and it shouldn't be, right? Our entire economic system is built on supply, and um, and we're finally seeing, you know, with in some some respects, you know, there there are a lot of things that go hand in hand. Uh, one of them is that parents want the freedom to go where they want to educate their children according to their own ideology, their own beliefs. Um, you know, we're seeing parents from across the political spectrum advance the notion that they should be in charge of their child's education, be in charge of their child's upbringing and their child's care. This isn't a Republican issue. 
It's not a, it's not even a Christian issue, really. This is something that parents all across the board uh, agree upon and want, and they have different views about how to raise their children, but we respect that and we advance it and we protect it legally here in this country. And I think the disconnect is that parents themselves uh, are increasingly noticing um, a disconnect uh, between what they wish to teach their children and what public schools or what's being promoted in public schools. There are schools in small towns across Texas. Used to be a natural extension of families in those communities, but increasingly federal government is dictating to all public schools uh, what people should be called, their pronouns, what bathrooms they should use, what sports teams they should play. And small town people, small town Texans have seen these quote unquote woke changes um, in policy, and they worry that their local public schools no longer really belong to them. And that's true in so many respects. Governor Abbott signed a number of bills, uh, four bills this session so far that were kind of a, a package for parental rights. Um, and we've talked about HB 900 um, that was protecting children from inappropriate materials in school libraries. You may also remember House Bill 1605. This was a bill by Representative Buckley to allow parents to access all the instructional materials, all the curriculum uh, that their child is being taught. Because the truth is the majority of instructional material um, in the classroom, uh, that parents a lot of times don't have access to or it's difficult to get access to. And we want to raise the quality of instructional material because a lot of instructional material don't meet the uh, the grade level teaks that they're supposed to. There was a recent study that came out that um, that showed that only 17% of students were engaged on grade level for the classwork that they're doing. So 1605 um, helps to solve that problem. There were a couple of other bills as well that Governor Abbott signed um, that really helped increase parental rights. So this has been a good um, this has been a, a good year for parental rights in the Texas legislature as well. But we're continuing to to watch and see um, how school choice issue will come out. Of course, Governor Abbott is in favor of this and has uh, said that there will be a special session at some future point on the school choice issue as well. Well, we are we are coming to the end of our show, but I don't want to forget, um, I don't want you to forget that we have all kinds of events all over Texas, and some of those events may be coming to an area near you. On June 22nd, we have, that's tomorrow, we have a, a event in Longview, Texas, uh, Woodland Baptist Church. On June 26th, we have an event in Bastrop, so if you're in the Bastrop area, feel free to drop in to First National Bank of Bastrop. Um, and then uh, June 28th, we're going to have a, an event in Canyon Lake um, at the Preston Memorial Library. Um, and then finally, don't forget, every year we have our big annual uh, Texas Values Policy Forum, where we have a number of uh, speakers from across the country and across Texas come and speak on some of the most hot topics of the legislature. Our policy forum this year is going to be September 15th and 16th. So go ahead and get the get the old pencil out, pencil in September 15th and 16th. You want to come to the Texas Values Policy Forum here in the Austin area. 
we want to thank our faithful listeners for uh, supporting us. If you see value in our work, again, you can make a donation by going to Texas Values, going to txvalues.org. Um, and I, as always, if you if you want more information, we have staff uh, standing by on the phones. Also, um, you can go to txvalues.org. We have a really active uh, populated blog where we keep constant information on uh, hot issues across the state of Texas. And remember, government belongs to those who show up here at Texas Values. We are dedicated to being your boots on the ground, your voice in government and the leading organization for social conservative issues for faith, family, and freedom. We want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Texas Values Report, and we'll see you again here next week right here on the Texas Values Report.